Not every team can be the Lions, Tigers, or Bears. Oh my. But the baby cakes? Seriously? Let's light her up. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name is Ian. This is Noah. We are the Brothers Smith, and this is our Forge. Today we're discussing some of the worst mascot names to be used by any sports team, professional, college, or otherwise. The thing that set this off for us was our local baseball team, minor league baseball team, the New Orleans Zephyrs, taking the misguided action of changing their names to the Baby Cakes. Yeah, it was uh, kind of a shock to a lot of people, a lot of locals. The team has been the Zephyrs since 1993 when they relocated from Denver, Colorado, that name, although it came from Denver, was taken pretty well by the locals. There was a uh, roller coaster back in the 50s and 60s at an old uh, theme park in the, in New Orleans that was called the Zephyr. So that name kind of got repurposed to be that and just kind of, you know, everybody wrapped their arms around it. But all of a sudden, they had some new uh, new ownership on the team and new management, and they decided that they wanted to have something unique and something more local. Now, I'm gonna not going to sit here and act like the Zephyrs is the most uniquely New Orleans name ever. Kind of like with the NBA team with the Hornets changing to the Pelicans. I can get them looking for a more New Orleans-centric name, but Baby Cakes just sounds stupid. Yeah, well, the, what's even more amazing about the whole situation is, so the whole thing started, they put out uh, an announcement saying that they were going to rename the team, rebrand it, and they were looking for submissions on their website, just like an open ballot, basically. And so supposedly they've got tons of submissions for all these different name ideas and suggestions. They got to you know this list, and so they came to uh, the last few names, and they put it on a ballot on their website and said, okay, everybody vote on this. And then they, had, they even had the King Cakes was one of the earlier options. And for whatever reason, that didn't, you know, catch on. And the baby cakes, and everybody just kind of laughed at baby cakes. It's like, this sounds really stupid. This, There's no way this thing's going to win. And supposedly, there's a little controversy. Supposedly, the Night Owls was the name that actually got the most votes on the website. But when they made the grand announcement about a month later, it was revealed that the name that won was the baby cakes. Now, it's I've seen other polls done like this where either people voting more than once or something like that's taken into consideration, so the results as they appear may not be the correct ones, but I really don't care about the process. The fact is, the name Baby Cake just sounds stupid. If it was the King Cakes, or even the Cake Babies, which would at least sound like a reference to the little glass babies that come in King Cakes, I could get that, but Baby Cakes and their mascot, none of it makes any kind of sense, and it's just laughable. I actually have to give them credit. The way that they've done the designs for the uniforms, for the hats, a lot of their merchandise, it actually looks really nice. Okay, they went purple, green, gold, which if anybody knows anything about Mardi Gras, that is the colors of Mardi Gras, and that's New Orleans. So they nailed that. Um, they have king cakes on a lot of their stuff. Okay, that's cool. But what's really just hard to wrap your head around, like Noah said, is... Their main mascot picture on their uniforms and on their hats is this really bizarre-looking baby that has a, a ball cap on. It has eye black, and in one of the logos they've got, it looks like it's beating its way out of a paper bag 
yeah, the concepts behind this mascot and idea just aren't very strong. This isn't the only one of these mascots to be found. In fact, we have a little bit of experience with these terrible mascots going back a few years. When we first heard about the one that kind of piqued our interest in this, which is the University of Arkansas at Monticello Bowl Weevils. I don't know about you, but I have a real hard time getting excited about cheering for a team whose mascot is a tiny microscopic bug that the only thing it's good for is ruining your dry goods in your pantry. I don't know, maybe this is a problem they have in Arkansas, specifically in Monticello. Maybe this is a common critter out there, but regardless of how common it is or if it is uniquely Arkansas, there's not much particularly threatening or intimidating about the fighting bull weevils. It's, I mean, they use the name for all of their sports teams. It just doesn't have anything to it. Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about something that's even intimidating, you could at least say, okay, well, if you're going to have the New Orleans equivalent to that or the Louisiana equivalent, the mosquitoes. Uh, mosquitoes I could see because... They're at least big enough people know them. They could have West Nile virus, so I don't know, maybe you could do something with that. But They could do a whole video campaign about going viral. Exactly. Bull weevils, they, they ruin your corn and get in your pantry, and that's about it. They're annoying, they're a nuisance, and they're not particularly intimidating. So, going on to another college, and we have a pair of them that kind of go together here. Things that are not intimidating. Well, we already have insects that ruin crops, so how about the actual crops themselves? In this case, we have the Delta State fighting okra and the Scottsdale Community College fighting artichokes. Yeah, and so the first one, Delta State, they're based out of Mississippi, and I first ran across this team about four years ago watching uh, a Division Two football game on ESPN2. I'm watching this game. It's pretty good. They go to a commercial, and it's Delta State. It's a commercial for the school. And this guy's in a recording booth, I'm guessing in the, the uh, music school. And all of a sudden, this giant mascot of an okra comes storming into the sound booth. And the guy's just kind of looking at him. And the mascot proceeds to grab an electric guitar and smash it on the floor and start throwing stuff around the room and basically runs the guy out of the sound booth. And the next thing that pops up on the screen is the words in bold print says, fear the okra. And I'm like, are you kidding me? The angry okra. That is their mascot. Artichokes, okra, none of them are particularly intimidating. And they're, not, and they're weird enough, I guess, that you remember them. But I don't know. I really don't get what you can do with that aside from something that makes no sense like the angry okra. Even looking at, look at the Oregon Ducks. They at least found something to do with that as their mascot. I mean, a duck isn't particularly intimidating or anything, but they found a way to make the duck come off as cool and edgy or whatever by giving him this, like, almost Donald Duck kind of persona. The angry okra is just kind of stupid, and I know next to nothing about the fighting artichokes of Scottsdale Community College. Yeah, the thing about the artichokes, yeah, I don't know much about them either, but I did, I did find their logo, and, okay, so they're the fighting artichokes. The artichoke has a smile on its face. It looks like a friendly cartoon, like something you would see on Looney Tunes or one of the old, you know, Mary Melodies cartoons from the 30s. Or more appropriately, on a menu at a restaurant, like one of the little kids' menus that you color. Well, we've gone through the first four of the ten terrible teams we've come up with, team mascot names. So we're going to throw it over to a little aside about some of the ones we found that maybe aren't the worst ever, but are the most on-the-nose and obvious team names, 
and just are kind of unoriginal, Ian. Yeah, you almost have to think that the ownership phoned it in on these. They're really self-explanatory, which is the problem. So the first one on the list is the Philadelphia Phillies of Major League Baseball. They literally repeated themselves. They're the Phillies from Philadelphia. And there's, it's spelled with a PH, not an F, like it's a horse. They're the Philly Phillies. Gee, I wonder where they're from. The next one that's really on the nose is the Montreal Canadiens from the NHL. Uh, so they're Montreal, which is in Canada. Now, they're, that's the French part of Canada. So they took the Canadians and they made it sound French. And Canadiens with an E. Which is actually the correct French version of it so i guess if the french version of canada was more different it would be slightly less on the nose but well the thing about it is is okay so that would be like saying you're the new york americans um you mean like the new york yankees yeah new york yankees is another one you know okay the thing about the yankees as much as i'm not a yankees fan the yankee name is ubiquitous enough it's legendary enough that I didn't necessarily put it on this list, but yeah, it's undeniable saying you're the New York, the Yankees is kind of like, it's saying American, just in a different way. And then the last one on our list is the Houston Texans of the NFL. Now, I actually like this name. I kind of thought that they might do this before they came, they came up with that name. The Texans was a name used on a few other teams in the uh, AFL and there's like a history of that being used as a moniker for teams in Texas. So I don't have a problem with them using that, but yeah, it's really straight up on the nose. The color motif, the helmet motif is basically the, the Texas state flag with a, you know, bull skull to just add a little attitude to it. So, but yeah, that's really unoriginal. It is cool, but yeah unoriginal and so now we're going to go to a short break and we'll be right back the stars at night are big and bright deep in the heart of texas the prairie sky is wide and high deep in the heart of texas the sage in bloom is like perfume Coming back from our break. Before we went to our break, we talked about some of the teams that had the most on-the-nose and the kind of names. I want to make a point, though, that we're talking about ones like the Philadelphia Phillies where they're repeating themselves, not specifically ones that are taking something that's seen as ubiquitous with the city of the teams in, such as something like the Memphis Blues or, back in the day, the New Orleans Jazz. Now, the next team on our list that makes absolutely no sense is the team the New Orleans Jazz became, the Utah Jazz. As far as I know, there's no jazz in Utah. Yeah, it's really kind of a sore spot for a lot of fans from New Orleans that that name went with the team to Utah, which that's not uncommon when a team moves or is sold. But the fact that it stayed there 
is just ridiculous. You know, we've and especially considering now that New Orleans has had a new professional basketball team for several years and has actually gone through a name change itself and Utah refused to sell the name. I don't know for certain whether or not when the Hornets moved here from Charlotte if they tried to get the name, but I know that when Tom Benson bought the Hornets from the NBA and changed them to the Pelicans, that he did go after taking the Jazz name back. And as he said, Utah wouldn't get it back. They claimed that the Jazz has become part of the fabric of Utah. The only thing that's part of the fabric of Utah is a Salt Lake and Mormons. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, and what's even worse is the logo when the team moved to Utah was purple, green, and gold, which is New Orleans you know, colors, Mardi Gras again. And the J in the team name in their logo was made to look like a saxophone. Shortly after they moved there, they started messing around with the logo. And by the, I want to say, early to mid-90s, there was nothing that looked like jazz anymore. The background was a mountain range. The font of the text looked like snow caps off the mountain. And it was all blue and brown and white. And it didn't look anything like jazz or anything at all. And the only time you would see those colors again is if they wore a throwback uniform on a specific night. Other teams that are kind of in the same vein is actually the Los Angeles Lakers, a lot of people don't know. Apparently they moved from Minnesota and were known as the Minnesota Lakers and kept the name when they left. It really makes much more sense in the state of Minnesota that has a whole lot of lakes as opposed to L.A., which has, what, maybe one? Yeah, the Minnesota is actually known as the land of, I believe it's a 1,000 lakes or 10,000 lakes. Uh, so that was really, you know, kind of made it sense what name. Speaking, though, of lakes like we did with the L.A. Lakers, a, um, yeah, the next team doesn't go in a lake. I don't know where I was going there. It's a rubber duck, not a real duck. Yeah, this one's another one from the, the annals of minor league baseball ridiculous names. So this team, it's the Akron Rubber Ducks of minor league baseball. So up until 2014, they were known as the Arios, which I know that's kind of a nondescript name, but okay, you know, at least it doesn't sound stupid. They decided to change the name to the Akron Rubber Ducks. Now, the rubber part I get. Uh, Akron is the birthplace of the uh, of rubber plants uh, like Goodyear, Firestone, B.F. Goodrich that you know make tires, rubber tires. Okay, get that. That works. The ducks part, I don't understand. See, to me, if they wanted to go with the whole rubber theme, why not just call them the tires or the wheels or the hot rods? Or, I mean, you come up with a bunch of car or tire puns that sound much better than the rubber ducks. <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is, okay, so we've got the Akron Rubber Ducks of minor league baseball. Our next, next team on the list is another minor league baseball team. They changed their name two years ago, the year before the Baby Cakes changed their name, and the PR firm that came up with the Baby Cakes name is the same PR firm that came up with the Jumbo Shrimp of Jacksonville. Now, it's not a terrible name, I suppose, if it was anywhere but Jacksonville. Jacksonville, as far as I know, was landlocked, correct? correct? Yeah, um, they're good drive from any open body of water. And to my knowledge, they don't have like a large seafood culture or anything in Jacksonville. From what I remember, because I was a uh, pretty big Jacksonville Jaguars fan for a while, everything I know about Jacksonville that I discovered in doing research about the place, you basically got military bases, golf courses, and I don't get jumbo shrimp. If they were in 
Maine or somewhere in Louisiana, I could maybe get it. Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't understand it either. Um, now I do know that there's a lot of places that don't that are not seafood hotbeds per se. The Baton the the greater Baton Rouge area and further north into the state of Louisiana around where we're at. You know, there's water around here, but it's not coastal by any means. But there's tons of seafood. To be fair, this is probably the most respectable name on this list, though. It's not nearly as bad as the okra, artichokes, bull weevils, or baby cakes. No, at least it has something to do with the area. It's regional. Most people, when they think of Florida, they're thinking of water. They're thinking of the beach. So seafood kind of fits, even if it is in the middle of the peninsula. All right, so going to our next side list of teams that maybe aren't the worst, but fit into their own little category. One I have now is some of the worst actual mascots, specifically the guys in the funny costumes. So getting my crinkly piece of paper here, I see that the first one we have is the Stanford tree. Stanford Cardinal already is a little weird because I feel like there's an S missing on the end of that name. I know it's apparently not specifically the birds, it's something else, but then their mascot is a giant amorphous tree that kind of sort of looks like a Christmas tree with a face and weird colors thrown in and kind of like a quilt at the same time and I do not understand what they were going for there. Going on to another name we have on here, Stuff. Okay, for those of you who don't know, Stuff is the, one of the mascots of the Orlando Magic. If any of you have older parents or are older yourself, you may have heard of a thing called Puff the Magic Dragon. That's essentially what Stuff is supposed to be. He's a Technicolor dragon who is the dragon for the Orlando Magic, and they don't ever officially call him this, I don't think, but basically he's supposed to be Stuff the Magic Dragon. So, yeah, if you want to have an acid trip at a basketball game, go see the Orlando Magic. Then we have Wooshock from Wichita State. Wooshock is... A bundle of barley or wheat, something along those lines, some kind of crop with a face. And that's about it. Um, kind of like the Stanford tree, not particularly interesting. And their team name is the Shockers. Okay, Woo Shock, the name at least almost works with that, but why he's a bundle of hay, I don't understand. Going on to one, this actually isn't a terrible design, it's just a bizarre choice. Kind of like Stuff the Magic Dragon, I guess. Gunnersaurus. This is literally a dinosaur that is the mascot for Arsenal, apparently. Arsenal, their name is the Gunners. So they have a dinosaur and they just called him the Gunnersaurus. Now, it's a cool, actually a pretty cool mascot for the most part, but it doesn't really make any sense to me why they would pick that. And for those who don't know, Arsenal is a team in the English Premier League, which is soccer. And the only thing I can figure is because they're they're one of the older clubs, their logo is a cannon on a on like a crest. So may I'm guessing maybe they did this to kind of try to jazz things up a little bit, be a little you know creative, uh, capture a more modern audience. One of the strangest ones I found isn't actually for a team. It was for the Helsinki European Athletic Championship. I'm not entirely sure what sport that was. I would guess soccer, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But this mascot was called Appy. The article I read about Appy claimed that he looked like a giant dishwasher tablet. I'm guessing by the name that he's supposed to look like one of the little shortcuts on your phone that's an app. But yeah, he's basically just a square that with eyes. 
And yeah, he looks like he should go in the little slot in your dishwasher and clean everything up for you. Then the last one I have is one that is actually on our list of the worst ones, but their mascot is just as terrible as their name. And that is the banana slugs of... Where are they from, Ian? This is the University of California Santa Cruz banana slug. Yeah, the name already is pretty bad. And I don't, I mean, maybe banana slugs, kind of like the bull weevils, maybe they have a lot of them in California. But the actual mascot just looks horrific. It looks like a dude in, I mean, it's a yellow slug costume. What else can you say about that? He looks like he has, like, barely any arms, and the costume's all wrinkly looking and crinkled up, and the face is kind of terrifying, and looks like something that will give small children nightmares for years to come. Instead of going for the cartoonish, we're gonna cutesy them up and make this insect slug creature look kind of adorable. They went for realistic for some reason, and it just, yeah, not a good choice on their part. But anyway, that's the worst mascots I was able to find, at least. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back in a few seconds with the last four of our list. Puff the magic dragon lived by the sea and frolicked in the autumn mist in a land called Hanali. back uh we're gonna pick up uh with the university of california at santa cruz banana slugs we kind of touched on it as far as the mascot but overall just the general theme of the name for a team to be called that i mean the main thing that i've ever seen this school talked about is in basketball and you don't want to be associated with a slug if you're playing basketball yeah pretty much the only thing to be worse is if they have a track and field team that's called the banana slugs Apparently, the banana slug is a common name for three North American species of terrestrial slug in the genus Ariali on something in Latin. They're gross, they're slimy, they're slow, and why you'd want anything that's supposed to be athletic tied to them, I do not know. For our next uh, name on the list, we actually had kind of a toss-up between what our last two would be, and we went with this order just because of the way it worked out. Yeah, this next one we have, the terrible name apparently is more of a nickname than the official name, so we couldn't put them at the end because we wanted to save one of the worst for the end. Although, we, I think we all kind of agree Baby Cakes is probably the worst one on the list, even though we started with it. Yeah, we kind of started off with the uh, with what, for us personally, is the worst. It's personally offensive to us, if nothing else. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so this one, it's the Long Beach State and... They're known as the Dirtbags. That's the bad name. I mean, again, this one kind of like the Jumbo Shrimp Shrimp isn't terrible compared to the rest of the list, at least. But the thing that kept it out of being at the bottom is their official name, which is... The 49ers. Which is just kind of boring. Yeah, well, unfortunately, in California, there's a lot of schools, there's a lot of professional sports teams, so I guess you kind of run out of names pretty quick that have anything to do with the state. 49ers, nah, it's, you know, a retread. The San Francisco 49ers and the NFL use the same name. But, hey, it's California. 
1849. There's a lot of gold rush going on, so I get that. The dirt bags, I have to think from what I've been able to tell, their mascot is like Prospector Pete or something like that. I'm guessing the dirt bags has something to do with the persona of what a lot of people thought of gold rush prospectors back then uh, as being kind of money grubbing uh, fellas. I can think of a couple of reasons. It could be, like you said, the fact that maybe it was a play on the fact of the money hungry, greedy gold miner type going out there to get his fortune. It could also simply be a play on the fact that you get really dirty in a mine. So you become a human dirt bag. Literally, your clothes are going to be filled with dirt. Or it could just be something completely unrelated to the name entirely. And maybe they're kind of like the Oakland Raiders and they're known for being the bad boys of their particular league or something. Yeah, we really couldn't get any definitive information on that. This is all speculation. Yeah, this is just all based on what we know about 49ers and gold miners. (laughs) Now, for me... Here's my thing with the official name of the 49ers, which isn't that bad, it's just boring to me. Come up with an original spin on it. Instead of being the 49ers, call them the Miners. Call them the 1949ers or the 1849ers, whatever decade, whatever century it was. Come up with something else. Call them the Gold Hunters. I don't care. Something that's not 49ers. It's one of those names that you can't really keep reusing because it's so ubiquitous with the San Francisco football team that... It doesn't work for somebody else. Yeah, that's something that we've seen when researching this for this podcast. There's a lot of, you know, repetitiveness. And if anybody is interested in more than one sport or more than one level of sport, like college and pro, you'll find the same thing. There's a lot of repeats of names. So I have to say this, at least on our top 10 list or bottom 10 list, depending on how you look at it. There's at least, for the most part, uh, unique names. Maybe they don't work, but you're not going to find too many other teams using these names. And the thing is, I think that the reason these names are so terrible is specifically because they were going for something unique that somebody else hadn't used before. And I think what they found is that there was a reason nobody else had used them before, because most of them are just pathetic. Well, and I will say this before we get to uh, our next bit. Going back to the baby cakes and also the rubber ducks, the jumbo shrimp, some of these other teams, what I think is the case, especially, and it's this this wave, it's this movement in minor league baseball, but in other sports, you see this too. So in the case of the baby cakes, to be honest, the New Orleans Zephyrs had kind of falling out, fallen out of being a part of the main sports conversation in southeast Louisiana. Um, they've been struggling as a franchise for quite a while. They weren't topic of conversation on sports talk radio or on the internet or anything else. The week that this announcement came out that they were changing their name to the baby cakes, they were item one topic of conversation on every major sports, uh, radio talk show, every major sports cast on television and on Facebook and a lot of other forums talking about new Orleans sports. Yeah, in particular, all local radio were laughing, chiding, making fun of, and in some cases being extremely angry at the name change. So yes, if they were going for more time in the spotlight, even if it was bad publicity, they certainly got that. 
Okay, so getting on to our last aside before we tell you, I guess we'll call them the second worst team on the list. We have, these are some honorable mentions. We didn't think they were quite bad enough to make these ten, but they're still kind of bad. We're going to uh, start off with Socks and Cocks. Ian? <laughs> okay, before you hurry up and turn us off, cover your children's ears, we're talking about Boston Red Sox slash the Chicago White Sox. Naming your team after footwear. Particularly, not even the shoes, but the socks. Why? I will have to say that this was these names, the Red Sox in particular, they're one of the oldest Major League Baseball teams. They're one of the oldest professional sports teams in America. And that was a thing they did. You named yourself after a color or after the, the a piece of what you wore in your uniform. Uh, it, it sounds really goofy now, but apparently that was a thing. I don't care how old it is. I gotta imagine there's always been a point where at least somebody in the city of Boston or Chicago was snickering at the fact that their team is called the Red Sox and the White Sox. Speaking of snickering... Yeah, uh, the other half of the equation. Um, we kind of... It's a running joke uh, in the South, especially college football, SEC. Uh, the South Carolina Gamecocks, now their mascot is a, a rooster, and so we get that, but do you really want that name being attached to your sports team? I just want to put this out there. To anybody who is starting a team or starting working on their mascot, whatever, if you want to use the word cock, just replace it with rooster and be done with it. Or if you really want to be uh, oddball, you can use spur. There's a team over in England, their mascot is a rooster, and they're known as the Hot Spurs. Now, that's not a American term, but it's not calling yourself the Gamecocks. And the other half of this half of the equation is, you have to remind me here, where does this mascot come from, Ian? Uh, this comes from not the land down under, but the land under the land down under, New Zealand. Yep, I have nothing for New Zealand. Yeah, uh, I mean, when this name was used, I guess that wasn't considered a thing to say or wasn't part of slang but it is now and thankfully the team doesn't exist anymore but the name still lives on in infamy yeah the name black Cox lives on in infamy and horror to anybody who accidentally tried to search that on google and <laughs> and honestly i have no idea what the mascot was and uh like noah said i'm too afraid to try and find out Alright, this last one, um, I imagine at one point wasn't a joke, because, I mean, it's a warrior of some sort, but what, where what, where exactly do these warriors hail from, Ian? Well, that would be none other than the University of Southern California, Trojans. Trojan Alright, and our last of the worst teams on the list is, this one's really kind of just oddball out there, 
it's just odd. So, Noah. In the same vein as the New York Red Bulls and other corporate sponsor teams, we have a very interesting, very long name from the land of ties, and that would be the Thailand. Oh, that's all it is, it's just Thailand. The Thailand Tobacco Monopoly from the Thai Premier League of Soccer. Yeah, this is just really out there. And uh, so what you have is it's the Thailand Tobacco Company that uh, is the owner slash sponsor of this team. And they were at one point pretty much... From from what I could tell from researching, they pretty much were the tobacco industry in Thailand. And so they, I, I don't know, it doesn't sound like they still are the only major company that produces tobacco in Thailand, but they decided that their soccer team would be called the Monopoly. I find it really funny that, unlike something like I said, the New York Red Bulls, this isn't a team that's named after a corporate sponsor. This is a team that's named after an entire industry. It'd be like having the, I don't know, the USDA sponsoring a football team. It's really bizarre. And the fact they actually use the word monopoly in there is kind of weird to us Americans who are used to that being kind of a dirty word that you're not supposed to use out loud. Yeah, it's it just kind of, you know, to, to the American uh, senses, it's just really... Odd. It'd be kind of like, uh, you know, Google sponsoring a team and calling it, you know, the Google Tech Monopoly. Yeah, I mean, it's just really crazy. It just really, it's just really an oddball, and really has nothing to do with the the team or anything pertaining to soccer. I mean, if I saw this on a poster somewhere, I would have no idea it had anything to do with sports whatsoever. I think it was some kind of protest poster talking about the fact that there's a monopoly. I mean, it, or it's a new a new uh, board game from Milton Bradley. So that does our list for today. Uh, obviously a sports topic. We did 10 of the worst team names we could find with a few interludes in there. And the sad part is there's a lot more out there that, while not quite this level of awful, at least not that we could find, they're pretty bad. Yeah, we could honestly do probably two or three more podcast episodes just on bad mascot names and different categories, and we would still have plenty more uh, lists that we could make. This could be the entire podcast right here. It's just doing these lists once a month, and we'd be fine. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed the show. I'm Noah, he's Ian, we're the Brother Smith, and we'll see you next time. Show you